Hello, I'm Sean Capri, gamer, podcaster, human being. Every day, millions of podcasts are downloaded onto smart cellular telephones. These are incredible devices that have changed our lives for the better, but sadly, more podcasts are going unrated on iTunes now more than ever. An unrated podcast can suffer dire consequences. But if you act today, if you review We The GamerCast right now, you can ensure this cute little hungry podcast will get the nutrition and education it needs to grow up to be a doctor or a teacher. If you rate We The GamerCast on iTunes today, screen cap your review and tweet at Sean Capri, hashtag WeTheGamerCast, and we'll send you a photo of Sean eating a gluten-free sandwich and reading a comic book. We'll also read your review at the top of the show. To make the biggest impact, you can show your support with a haiku review. Don't let your favorite podcast go hungry. Support Canadian creators today and help end sappy appeals like this one. It's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to a very special episode 30 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it usually posts every Monday, but this week is a little different. It is E3 Predictions Week here on We The Gamer Cast, and for the first time ever, we have three episodes all crammed into this one week of awesomeness. Right now, you're listening to the Xbox Predictions Podcast for the E3 conferences this year, and on Monday, we had uh, predicted Sony's uh, conference. We had Kaylee Woomer and Steve Tilly. So if you want to find out what we have to say about PlayStation, just go back an episode. Do one. And then on Friday, we'll have Nintendo, EA, Bethesda, Ubisoft, and Square Enix kind of all smashed into one episode. So stick around for that. Um, on Monday's episode, we had great community predictions like from Pixel Rising. What's up, Australia? Uh, they said they wanted Sony to announce NAC 2, the Nackening. Uh, and they said the crowd would literally explode with excitement, and I think you're totally right. Uh, but I can't do today's predictions all on my own, so I'm ridiculously excited to have t- probably two of the internet's cheeriest people. We've got Greg Kislowski and Fiona McKinnon. Welcome, you guys. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, people. That's a, that's a bold statement there, but thank you. Well, I think I think very highly I'll, I'll of le- you two. I'll, I'll leave that to Fiona, not to myself. <laughs> well, at least you're hey, Canadians. That, that's oh, yeah. true. That's very true. Canadian is always known for being cheery, saying sorry in maple syrup. So, <laughs> kill them with kindness. That is your motto, isn't it? Exactly. Kill them with kindness. Exactly. <laughs> Usually, I like to do the show with like a coffee or something like that. But for today's episode, I'll have a bag of milk. <laughs> Fantastic. The only way I to know. have it. The only I, way. So strange. I love it. So weird. So, Fiona, um, where in Canada are you? And, like, what does sort of, like, E3 mean for you? Do you get as pumped up about the stuff that I do? Or, like, what's it all about for you? Okay, so I'm actually located in Halifax, Nova Scotia. For anyone who doesn't know where that is, it's actually not located in the very top point of Canada. It's actually located <laughs> diagonally from Maine. The amount of people that I've said, hey, where's Nova Scotia? They point to the direct top of the map where, like, the North Pole is. Sure. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Greg, do you know where it is? Yeah, obviously it's like diagonal from Maine. Yeah, right? yeah. 
<laughs> yep. Um, and for E3, crazy. Um, I'm yeah. super excited about it. Um, I actually, this is going to sound terrible. I've The first time I ever watched it was last year, and I got so enthralled with it that I spent three days in front of my TV just watching it. It was crazy. Like, I was so excited. And for E3, I'm just super excited to see the new games. Um, for myself, I'm an artist, so I love seeing, like, the new graphics and seeing where they're going to go with it. I love it. That is so great. So what about, Greg, how about you? Uh, is this something that, like, I take a week off work. I am so excited. I'm yelling up to my wife, like, they announced backwards compatibility! Uh, is this something that you get excited about, too, or just... Yes, like? it definitely it definitely is. Uh, like I, every time, like I'm always just like glued to my computer, TV, whatever it is. But I don't really have like a group of friends or like an outlet for it. Sure. So like I'm pretty much like staring at my phone, like oh they did this thing, and now I'm gonna just talk to myself about it for a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> I get really excited about it. Uh, usually just like the announcements for new games, like and hardware, you know, whenever that happens. But mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know, it's like Christmas for nerds. I guess it is. It's like actually kind of halfway to Christmas. I don't take this kind of time sure. off from work aside from this. It's like a week off for E3 and a week off for Christmas. It's so, it's so great. So I think that we're going to have to have some sort of like kind of funny thread going in the group there or somewhere. We're going to have to all get, cause I, I'm just like the same as you. I kind of want to yell out to, to everybody how excited I am. It's like, Oh, I'm the only one who's kind of, kind of pumped about this. So I love that yeah. you guys are on the show predicting stuff. We're going to be, we're going to have a great time today being completely wrong, probably, as it turns out. But uh, I can't imagine a better way to spend a nice Saturday afternoon. Also, I should point that out. Today is Saturday, May 14th. So it is very possible that things could be announced between now and Wednesday when this posts. So forgive us, guys. <laughs> We're just having fun. So, okay. Here's the way it's going to work. Same as the PlayStation one. We're going to do a bit of a roundtable. We've each come here with five predictions. I'll start, we'll go to Fiona, and then we'll go to Greg, and we'll have a chat about each one, and that'll be it. It'll be nice and easy. So, kind of like this one. We'll start with my very first one. Uh, Let's see, I've got five. Where do I want to start? I'm going to say my number one prediction is that we're going to have... I'm actually going to go a step further, because I had... It was a little too easy with this one. We're going to have a full ReCore reveal. It'll be a 2017 date. And the thing that I'm adding right now is that the conference will open with ReCore. Greg, what do you think? You're, you're giving me uh, a face. <laughs> I mean, I had ReCore was like my, well, my second prediction was shit ton of games. And ReCore is like the first on the list. Uh, but uh, that's, I don't know if they're going to open with it. I feel like they're definitely just opening with Gears of War. But uh, okay. that would be interesting. I mean, ReCore is definitely that, they showed it off last year, right? It's first time and, you know, kind of blew everybody away. So I'm definitely expecting like gameplay from that, something big. But I could see that being like a uh, an opening. But I'm thinking more just closing, closing it all out with that. Oh, that actually makes sense too. Fiona, what do you yeah. think? Well, that was actually my first prediction. So we're I'm on the just same going. Page. We're on the same exactly, exactly. So I was actually really excited about that. That was actually the most anticipated game from Xbox that I was looking forward to from last year because they did actually start off with that. That was the very first trailer that they showed. Right. And it actually kind of grasped me because to be honest, when it comes to Xbox, it's one of the, one of those things where I've always thought it's kind of like the jock of the consoles. There's going to be like the PS4 that's kind of like the hipster and then the Xbox is known <laughs> for being on the varsity team. 
with all of its sports games. So it was one of those things where I was just like, oh, great, like it's Xbox. But quite honestly, it was one of the very first things that kind of grasped me when it came to Xbox last year. And I was really excited to see more. And it just drove me crazy that it was only like two minutes and 30 seconds when I wanted to see more of it. So I'm really excited about that. I want to be able to like 2017 was actually my prediction as well. Probably maybe show like a beta or something like kind of just to bring people in or some sort of like exclusive like a I don't know special edition package for it mm. um I know that it's one of those things where they generally don't do it for brand new games but I feel like with the publicity that it would get just because it has such a from the minutes that I saw it has such like a different concept that it probably should bring out with them so yeah. that was on my list <laughs> I'm going to mark that down as your first one. I, I want to stick with this, so just for a second. I'm curious, Greg, I'll throw it to you first. What do you think this is? Like, I, It's so interesting to me that everybody is so on board with this. I was saying on the PlayStation show that I don't normally get too pumped um, by the trailers just themselves. Like, I love the announcements. I love the reactions. I love kind of like everything but the trailers that they're showing. But somehow uh, with PlayStation, it was Zero Dawn that had me really excited. And with this one, it was ReCore. And yet I walk away thinking they didn't show us any gameplay. Like, we actually don't know what this is. Like, what do you think we're in for with ReCore? Uh, I feel like it's going to be more of a, um, like, definitely like an adventure type. Just, I want to almost say kind of like an Uncharted game where it's a lot more story driven. Mm. They don't, there is like the fighting mechanic where like, you know, ripping out cores or whatever it is. Um, but I think it's gonna be a lot more just storyline, kind of open world, just you know, event like kind of like third party. person, yeah, something like that. You know, just traveling some, you know, land, whatever, just exploration stuff. Hmm, Fiona, what do you like? Is it? Do you kind of catch yourself being like, why am I so excited about this when I don't know what it is? Like, what do you think we're in for from KG and Afune? Um it's quite honestly especially when it comes to like metroid and everything it's one of those things where it's exploration it's one of the main popular things when it comes to metroid as well is exploration kind of like level unlocking it's probably going to be one of those where you can especially with the spheres that seems like a really different concept probably like going through the levels finding different like machines that you can use there might be something in the lines of like sorry about that um tanks having like not so much like an actual tank but like a tank or cl- like tank classes that you see in like different games like having like either like a bear one or something like that just mm. because that's like the pre it's one of the things that they showed was it was a dog so it could right. be like more of a dps and had the ability to explode so it's one of those things where i'm thinking each machine that you get there could be different things that it can do and like the choices that you can get from that um i'm probably mumbling here but not at all that sounds awesome (laughs) yeah so like kind of like grasping that i hope it's like that if it's not like that i'm gonna be really upset i'm just kidding (laughs) no that sounds that actually sounds like it's like grounded in like what was revealed there i love that that sounds great uh okay moving on to greg what's your first okay so i just want to make sure fiona is that uh so we've got recore 2017 maybe a little bit of a beta do you want to throw a date on there or just 2017 think they'll give us uh quite honestly i'd probably say either at this point they'll probably show gameplay yeah three i imagine that's probably where they're going to be heading at this point and then um i'd say probably about between like march to june next year because they probably want to do the release before e3 or they might just like do it in 2017 e3 just throw out the game and say we're finished but i'd probably you know what 
I will say April next year. That'll be my guess. <laughs> April. Okay, I was going to let you go with spring, but yeah, April sounds, so you're going to say that they're actually going to announce April 2017. I'm going to guess April 17. Fair. I'm going to stick uh, with mine as being, uh, what the heck did I say, Sp- uh, just 2017. I think they were just going to get a, a wide open 2017. I feel like the spring works well for that game. It doesn't seem like they would want that during the fall. I feel like that's definitely like a spring summer like game for whatever reason in my head. So I totally agree. Okay, Greg, yeah. what's your first one? Uh, my first one is like the obvious toss up, which is like everyone can predict this, but it's the some type of new Xbox, whether probably a slim model. I went with a complete limb of no disc drive and just straight hard drive model oh. just to completely drop the price on it and you know, hopefully not have it weigh a million pounds. So what about hard drive for something like that, since we're going to be, like, digital only? I, I would think they would have, like, I was, like, base models up in, like, a terabyte. Maybe they would have a two-terabyte one, yeah. possibly. You but, know, it's, uh, it's funny, even as I ask the question, uh, it doesn't matter if it's digital or not, like, physical disk. You still have to install the full game. I think this whole, like, idea of going digital and then talking about uh, hard drive space is, like, we're already there. It's already a yeah, problem. Yeah, it's really, yeah. There's really no difference. I mean, on my PS4, the first day before I even turned it on, I put in a two terabyte hard drive, huh. and like, I refused to ever like even think about not having enough space and deleting games. So, right. It's it's a necessary thing. So I don't know. I feel like they would want to drop the price. It would make them a lot more competitive with like you know Sony. So not ha- like a, a slim model without a disc drive with a huge hard drive that could just you know move a lot of units. Man, that is kind of like that half step that we probably need to get us towards like a full-on console without any... Because uh, that's still like one skew. It's one option with no yeah. optical drive. I mean, I could see them doing like, you know, two like two slim models and one without it. But sooner or later, someone's going to have to make that jump. And I feel like Microsoft would be the type of people to do it. Yeah, they might beat Nintendo to it if uh, rumors are to be believed. Uh, what kind of reaction do you think people will, would... Like, do you think that's going to get a rise out of people? Or going to like a groan or... Mid reaction, like, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think you know, at first you'll get the people who just are you know hardcore physical collectors to you know bitch and complain, sure, that their their happy medium is going away. But I mean, I think after a while, people are going to kind of like it, especially if it's like a hundred dollars less than you know the standard console. Like, works out because aren't most consoles like the, a big price factor is like the fact that they have to have a Blu-ray player, right? So like. I don't know. I think at first you'll get the people who just want to complain to complain, but after a while you're going to see a lot more uh, happiness towards it. Totally. Fiona, how would you react if if Microsoft made an announcement like that? Is that something that would excite you or just like whatever? Well, for me, actually, kind of wouldn't even surprise me, especially for sure. myself. I started off as a computer gamer. Quite honestly, 99% of the games now for computer are something that you get on like Steam or you get in Humble Bundle, so you don't have that physical copy. And I feel as though either Microsoft is going to move towards having no disc specifically because they do so well in the computer PC gaming, mm. and going moving towards that um, 
especially with the fact that like a lot of the things that people were excited about when it came to physical copies was like the midnight release and like the physics like I understand like limited edition stuff and I feel like they'll probably still do that but when it comes to the actual physical copy for the game I feel as though it's probably one of those things where it's probably going to migrate out in the next five years like before 2020 it's going to be one of those things where you might just get one of those hard like um what is it called? I can't even think of it right now. Like the tin covers and it says like the game name, you get the additional like limited edition stuff. But if you get like the regular game, you're going to be looking at going through like PSN or going through the Xbox network and getting it that way rather Mm -hmm. than having a physical copy. I don't want to, um, I don't want to get too much into the PlayStation side of things, but do you think that that would be like a decent reaction or kind of counterplay to what's rumored to be like the, the, the Neo coming out? Greg, we'll start with you. Uh, do you think this is a safer play? Like, do you think this would engender uh, some goodwill from gamers that uh, Microsoft is only dropping like the optical drive or like only doing this like slim model and catering to what we've come to expect with consoles versus what Sony is doing or seems to be doing and is rumored to be doing uh, with kind of that half step towards the next generation of consoles? Yeah, I mean, I I think Microsoft's going to stick with the usual trend of some type of slim model for the console after two, three years. I feel like they're going to want Sony to take that plunge first with the Neo. Like I'm sure they have something in the works of, you know, like an upgradable console or something with better, you know, specs all around. But I feel like they want Sony to take that plunge first. And then like how that gets handled, you know, from their standpoint and from the public, they'll just, you know, come in kind of like a, reverse E3 moment from what was 2014, whatever it was, where Sony beat them out big time. Yeah. Kind of like let them take the plunge first and then like come in like white knights, like, oh no, see, we're doing this and ours is like better and we're not going to screw you over. Yeah, we're not going to force you to buy an upgraded version and leave everybody else. And like, I could totally see they they had a little jab last year with backwards compatibility, uh, which brings me to my next, um, my next prediction. So, I think that backwards compatibility was such a huge hit last year. And even though I think ever since then, we've we've kind of discovered that people aren't really using it. It's been difficult to even get games that kind of people are the one like had the ones that people had in mind. Um, those ones still haven't really got there. But I think still that the idea of backwards compatibility was so massive. I think it did huge traffic numbers on every article on the Internet. I predict that they go one step back and they go original Xbox backwards compatibility um, and they will actually add one game per month to the games with gold. Um, the reason that I say this is because when Phil Spencer announced backwards compatibility last year, in the middle of everybody losing their minds and like lighting fireworks and celebrating right there in the, whole, in the conference hall, um, he was shouting out the goal for them is to make Xbox have the largest library of games that through backwards compatibility, they were hoping to achieve that. I wonder if by going another generation back, they, maybe they get around the whatever licensing uh, restrictions are keeping them from just kind of letting loose. I wonder if that's a possibility that uh, they have more free reign with an older system. Um, Fiona, what do you think? Is, that, is, is backwards compatibility a big thing for you? Um, for me, um, especially with the fact that I didn't actually get to 
play a lot of these games for myself when I was a kid. I didn't actually have a console. Mm -hmm. So having the ability to be able to do backwards compatibility rather than having to hear everyone say, oh, this game is so good and everything else, being able to actually play those games and being actually able to experience them myself, it's actually something that I'm actually looking forward to. And it's one of those things where it's it attracts me specifically because I never got to play those. Um, when they first came out. So it was definitely something that interested me when it came to backwards compatibility. For myself, when they first announced it, I was just thinking of, oh, here are a bunch of games that like a number of my friends have mentioned to me. I've never been able to play. I either don't have like the original X, like I don't have the original Xbox and that's not something they've said, but I haven't had the original Xbox. I just got a 360, I believe a year and a half ago. And I, the only thing games that I've played on it was Fallout 3 and Viva Pinata. Those so, are okay, though. <laughs> Those they're, are awesome. they're fantastic games. I, I No complaints. And it was just really lucky to be able to play those games on that console. Yep. But having the ability to use it, it sounds really cool. <laughs> I was really impressed with the with the way that the, the digital games were handled. I really like just the fact that I wouldn't even have to go look for the games. It's easier for me to download a game, an Xbox 360 game. It's easier for me to find the ones that I own on my Xbox One than it is to go back to my 360 wow. games and find, like, what are the digital games that I own? Uh, so I'm really impressed with that. Greg, what about you? Is Would this be one of those, would it, would it equal that announcement or would people kind of go, would they groan a little bit, do you think? Or would you groan? Uh, it, that, the weird thing about backwards compatibility is people, I think, care more about having it than actually ever using it. Yeah. I mean, like, I personally, like, like, like I like having it, I like the idea of it, but I just know I don't use it because... There, I, I like playing, you know, like the new games. I like playing what's current, what's fresh. Mm. So, like, even playing games that, like, came out, like, a year ago, I feel, like, wrong almost going back there. So, like, I will never go back, you know, 10 years ago and playing, like, an original Xbox game, whatever it is. Sure. So... Gotta go farther back than that, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I personally, don't, crazy. I personally don't really care for it. I'm sure there are people out there that do, but I think more people just care about the idea of having it than actually using it. So, yeah, if they announce that, I think people will go crazy for it, whatever. But I feel like it's almost like a cop-out of like, hey, we can give you this old stuff instead of giving you new stuff. No, I'd rather you just focus on the new stuff. Don't, I don't care about the old. Yeah, you see it as actually detracting from focus on, on new innovation and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay, well, I love this because like I would lose my mind. I have a whole bunch of Xbox games that I just... I would love to say that I'll have my Xbox out and my 360 out forever, but I just, I don't have the space for it. And the older the systems get, the the crazier the power bar, like the, the it takes up like three spots on my, on my extension cords and things like that. So I would love to be able to like every once in a while, just dive back into something like the original Max Payne or I don't even know some of the, like the original Halo, although I have that on remastered with, anyway, moving on. Fiona, <laughs> let's go to your number two prediction for the Xbox conference. Okay, so for myself, I'm a huge fan of turn-based games. It's always been something nice. I've been really interested in. Um, a game that came out earlier on this year that I'm actually really hoping that comes out for the um, Xbox is actually XCOM 2. Um, if none of you know what this is, it's yes. essentially based off of XCOM and X. Um, X oh my goodness, I'm going all over myself. Um, <laughs> um, Enemy Unknown. Um, yes. It's based off essentially 20 years after um, aliens have taken over the world and the group called XCOM is trying to take back humanity and try to take down the alien race. And for me, it's I 
my boyfriend tried to introduce me to it. I was kind of like iffy about it. And then when I finally actually sat down and played it, I sat down for 16 hours and played um, the original uh, Enemy Unknown, and I got so enthralled with it. So when XCOM 2 came out, I got really excited about it. And just thinking about the fact that like uh, Microsoft has always been talking about getting more um, compatibility between um, the actual Windows 10 and um, the Xbox One, I just really hope that they bring that game over because I feel as though it's one of those games that should be on a controller. Yeah. And it's driving me crazy that I have to sit down on my computer. I used to game for hours on my computer. Now I just want a co- like the actual controller games. That's yeah. one of my favorite things now. So they had the um, Enemy Unknown, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was on PlayStation 3. Like it was on the PlayStation. And so I feel as though since they have the kind of um, connection between the two now, I feel as though they should have that ability to play it on the Xbox one. So that's my next prediction. (laughs) I love that. I think that would come out of left field anyways. It seems like um, we've sort of gone away from thinking about XCOM two because the developers have told us just outright, this is a windows thing. This is not really going to happen on consoles. And if they kind of came out and just like sucker punch this a little bit, that would be amazing. Um, I want to ask you about uh, moving from the computer to the couch, though. Like, is that something that is like a recent, like, I used to play computer games all the time. And as soon as I just, I think it was the onset of wireless controllers. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could definitely sit with my legs up and and, uh, sit back and relax and play some video games. Exactly. For me, it was more in the lines of I used to play World of Warcraft. Um, I played it for five years. I was very, very hardcore into it. And then I realized that there's more games out there and I kind of right. need to open my eyes to that because I, when I say I played WoW, that was the only game I played for five years. So I had this whole vast, like, I guess like one of those things where I just did not know about what's out there. Right. So I started using Steam a lot and I really enjoyed that. And a lot of the games were um, controller based. I used an Xbox controller on my computer and uh-huh. I loved that. And then I realized that once a PS4 came out, Um, and other consoles I started to get into that instead and so I feel a lot more comfortable playing more console games now not saying I want to go back to my computer and play some games I've done that obviously but it's one of those things where it was kind of a slow transition but once I got to it I love it I can't I can't even think of how I used to play just one game and it's one of those things now I go through like I mix it up like 20 games like I can't just sit down and play one I probably have some sort of ADD but I can't sit down and play one (laughs) exactly my wife actually just today was telling me she's been playing fallout since it came out basically and she's about 300 hours into this game and I thought she was going to play the rest of the year playing fallout and just today she's like I think I need something else I'm like I'm really always jealous of people who can like I don't know like block out the noise of everything else that's happening and just dedicate themselves to one game because I don't I don't think that I know a single game as well as you probably know World of Warcraft, or as well as my wife knows uh, Fallout 4. Like, it's just crazy. Uh, Greg, we'll throw it to you. XCOM 2, is this even, like, hit your radar? Do you even, like... Honestly, no. I've never played any of them. So, like, I'm not, you know, uh, well-versed in this sure. topic. Um, that's an interesting prediction. I don't think it will happen. Uh, I feel like that's definitely a game that they love on PC. Um yeah, I wonder how it sold on the because yeah they did bring it they did bring the games to consoles before so I wonder how it sold and if that had anything to do with them not bringing this one immediately to to consoles and actually no promise of it either. Um, 
Okay, I love it. If that happens, that would be, I think that would get kind of like a special group in the crowd really, really excited. And, and maybe another group more like Greg going like, what's the big deal? Uh, so, Greg, we'll throw it to you. Number Prediction number two. Uh, I'm going with, there's, now, this is more Microsoft, but I'm going to say there's some Xbox tie-in for it. But there's going to be a lot of HoloLens stuff. Okay. And some type of, like, connection with not necessarily a PlayStation VR where it runs off the PlayStation, but something with the Xbox One and the HoloLens coming out, and there's gonna be a lot more demos, a lot more, uh, a lot more talk about for that because I feel like that's you know starting to come up. They got the dead kids out, so I feel like that's definitely gonna be a big topic for them. It's so funny that you say as soon as you say HoloLens, I'm like, of course, that was. I mean, Xbox had a couple of big moments last year, but that was the closer. That's what everybody was losing their minds over. That was the future. Um, I feel like this is a no-brainer. This is not on my list at all. I definitely didn't even think of HoloLens. Um, are you thinking that like, they're going to steer it more towards like consumer? I've seen a lot of stuff on HoloLens that is more developer side, like more this is what this can do for you. There's even a lot of stuff about um, in the medical field too. Are you thinking like actual gameplay demos, like more than just like the tech demo that we saw with Minecraft last year? Like, What do you think you had in mind? Um I feel like it's because Xbox, I feel like, they, or Microsoft in general, does a lot more of the like entertainment platform as a mm. whole. So I feel like it's not really gonna have much gameplay stuff. Maybe a little more Minecraft because that's easy for them to do. But I feel like they're gonna do some type of entertainment thing, some type of you know, maybe like a horror type game, something like that. Along those lines, not really like an intense game, nothing like a VR game. Okay, I saw a really cool kind of augmented reality game. I think it was using your smartphone. It uses the camera, and so you walk around through your house. And as you walk around, it would actually detect where your walls are, and and as you're playing it, it would generate a map of your house and then place ghosts and, like, haunted yeah. things around. Didn't it do something with, like, the closet doors, right, where, like, it would, like, the, it would look like the doors open or something like that, and something was, like, coming out of it? Give me a heart attack. Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, my. Like, augmented reality could... I, I think I might be more excited for augmented reality than, than even virtual reality. Although it's tough to say. It depends on the day when you ask me. Uh, Fiona, yeah. what do you think? HoloLens, is, did you, were you wowed by last... Oh, man, I can't believe I just said wowed when you're talking about World of Warcraft before. Uh, were you... <laughs> <laughs> did that kind of... Did I blow your hair back? <laughs> it, it definitely did. Um, it was one of those things where I, I've played Minecraft in the past and seeing it on the table and on the wall and everything, it kind of just blew my mind. Yeah. Um, just seeing that, just because it's such a new thing for a lot of us. Um, I know for myself, I was just like flabbergasted um it was just insane yeah um it kind of like ties in with like a lot of the mobile games like you said um especially with like pokemon go and a lot of those games that you're seeing on the mobile and the game that you mentioned which i haven't seen yet but it sounds insane i'd probably freak out and have nightmares for a month but (laughs) it's one of those things and i um quite honestly i'm not trying to tie in like i guess i'm comparing just because i have seen it with other games that have been on mobile um i'm a huge mobile user um so for example when it comes to um another game from nintendo which i apologize for going to other ones um they have yokai watch which is yokai land and you have these little medallions and it has like your little yokai on top of your medallions and you go around and do stuff like that so you're seeing a lot more things like that so the hololens is one of those things where rather than having to hold something you have it all in like a controller and these glasses which i 
enjoy a lot more and it looks a lot nicer than the Oculus. I'm not trying to bash anything like that, mm. just saying, but especially with the Oculus and having those massive things on your head. Um, I know there's actually one for the mobile for Samsung. They actually under the radar released kind of like an Oculus lens for um, your phone. So you actually snap in the phone and you use it that way. Right. Um, it's not a huge popular one and you can get it for 150, but it's, it's not one of those things that comes out to people, but mm -hmm. I, I've used it. I kind of got motion sickness, but oh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the HoloLens for myself, it seems though it's not going to have the effect of like, you have to sit down the whole time. You can move around. You're not going to like mm. crash into things. There's a lot of videos out now where people are running into walls and stuff <laughs> because they have this initial reaction when they're playing a game especially if it's on their faces to move. Like right. if you have someone coming at you, there's a video of a girl running into a glass screen door and falling backwards. And <laughs> because she had such like a show, like a reaction to it. So, right. so the whole lens for myself, it seems though it's a lot easier to use. Um, I'm quite honestly super excited, especially if they have Minecraft with it, because it's such like, a family friendly game and for like everyone it's not going to be just for like older people it can be for young people too so it's kind of like not just going for one specific group of people it's going for everyone at once so it was really smart for them to in announce it with um, Minecraft so that's my thought on it <laughs> garnered a ton of attention for sure and I immediately started thinking of families who are going to be so grateful that they don't have billions and billions of pieces of Lego around they just have digital Lego in the form of Minecraft and you can do basically the same thing and interact with the world in a way that we've never seen before like that was just this is the future for me and and to just a, a quick thing on the VR thing that you mentioned where people are running into walls and things like that I feel like that is the Wii remote, but taken to the 2016 level. Like, remember when people were throwing their remotes into the TV, like they were swinging around, they let go, and they threw it into the... Like, now they're actually going to be injuring themselves rather than destroying their TVs. That exactly. is awesome. Yeah, did you see the video of Alana from IGN? She was using her... I think it was a Rift, and she just destroyed a TV because she was just swinging around. I'm <laughs> not surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for HoloLens. I... I I totally forgot about it, to be honest with you, and I'm glad that you brought it up. I can't wait to see it there because I think you're. I think this is a, a no-brainer point for you, Greg. Yeah, it seems like perfect timing too, especially with the VRs now coming out. That's all going, so it seems like just get them all the tail end, show people the new stuff. I love it. Okay, so we're gonna move on to my third one. My uh, this one is probably one of my more boring predictions, uh, and Greg was talking about it before. I'm gonna say Battlefield One will make a big appearance at Xbox's conference and they will say that there is going to be uh, an open beta starting today, but I don't think it's going to be just for Xbox, but I think the way, cause I, I don't think that's going to do anything for them in terms of garnering support for that. I think that they really need to, to test this thing out. Um, but I think they're going to have, they, I think they did something like that last year with battlefield. It was a hard line fairly certain they had, Starting right now, they did a beta. Um, so not one of the more exciting things, but I think it's exciting about what's happening with Battlefield 1 right now. With uh, It's finally seeming to like crawl back and, and up to the level of where COD has been at, at least in terms of fan reaction. Uh, two trailers kind of going up side by side right now, and the Battlefield 1 
trailer is is getting a lot of support and a lot of hate on the Call of Duty side. So I don't know, Fiona, is, is Battlefield even something that, that registers for you at all? or um, It doesn't really. It's yeah. not one of those games that pops out to me. But just seeing like the response from everybody, it seems a lot better than the Call of Duty one. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. It looks like the Star Wars practical effects in World War One. I. I think it looks incredible. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty much my first thing was when I saw it. I saw the trailer. Like I said, it's not something that completely like grasps my attention, yeah. but it looks amazing. Like they put a lot of effort into it, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of games, especially if they don't look that great. I'm not going to mm-hmm. bash the Call of Duty one, but it wasn't too fantastic. Um, it didn't grasp my attention as much. Um, but it definitely looks like uh, for the people who are really interested in Battlefield, they'll love the game. I yeah, imagine. it looks like Battlefield is really trying, and it seems like Call of Duty is sort of like settled in. Greg, how about you? Is Battlefield like are you into the into these uh, bro shooters at all? <laughs> uh, well, the first, what you were saying earlier about Hardline, I actually looked it up. The at E3 2014, they announced the Hardline beta was available that day for PS4 and PC. So, oh no, so you, PS4! You were, you, were, you were right about that. See, so um, like t- thirty seconds of research tops, and you like, totally exactly. like I, I should have had this on the other show. <laughs> got, got that IGN up real quick. Yeah. Uh, so you, so what you were asking though? I really don't care about these things. Sure. I, I used to play Call of Duty, you know, back when like I would bought, buy one game a year and like play for out hundreds of hours, and I stopped, I guess, around like the first Black Ops. Mm-hmm. But I played. I picked up Black Ops Three like the week it came out. No idea what was going on anymore. So those games are just like just so far gone for me. Um, in terms of battle, uh, Battlefield, um, I feel like they're definitely going to do a lot of things with Xbox. It's like that's like their promotional thing, right? Like kind of like they're teaming up with Xbox while <clears throat> uh, Call of Duty still going PS4. So it's kind of going to be like a a two like a war going on stage between the two of them. Right. I from that about the beta, I could definitely not see them doing that, and I think they would do it for Xbox, just because like I think they kind of want to push that. You know, it seems like they're definitely like laying with them in bed. Yeah, I feel like they need to get away from Call of Duty, and they've clearly Call of Duty has been uh, in a strong partnership with PS4 since the very beginning of that this console generation. So. I, that's why I immediately put them at, with Xbox, and I still think uh, EA's relationship in general with Xbox is going to continue to get stronger and stronger, and I'll have more of that in my predictions um, as we go along. But why don't we go right back to Fiona for number three? All right. So um, for myself, um, when it first came out, I was really interested in it. I've always been a huge fan of Star Wars um, yes. since I was a kid. So I'm really hoping that they might, just because with the new release of the movie coming out in December, and also the fact that it's kind of been a flip and flop when it comes to Battlefront. I love it. It's a beautiful game. I've enjoyed multiple hours playing with people on my sofa playing this game. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to kind of like online, it's been kind of like iffy. But one of the games that I've heard, like uh, one of the actual like battles that I've heard that's been a huge like fan favorite that actually didn't come in the battlefront was the actual space battles where you're in a ship, you're going against each other that way. Um, I know that they have kind of like one in, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the names right now because I haven't played it in 
since December. <laughs> but um, just having the space battle where you're against either like a massive ship or you're having the ability to kind of have like that space battle overall, it would be probably something that they would say mm-hmm. we're releasing today. You can get it on, um, but you can start downloading it. It could be a DLC and probably releasing maybe like two or four of the characters from the new movie. That's my prediction. So yeah. a little add-on pack for Battlefront with space battles. Yes. You don't want to wait for a sequel or anything. We're going to tack it onto this thing. I, I want to see a sequel, and they might actually bring it. They might either do it in the EA conference, or they right. might do it uh, with an... At this point, we, know, we don't know. Um, but it's one of those things where I feel as though Xbox wants to get the advantage, especially when it comes to a game that has it's both on PS4 and Xbox. They might try to do a move where it's exclusive, exclusive to Xbox for a few months because they enjoy to do that a lot. Um, it mm. seems so. Um, it's kind of a back and forth. So I kind of see that happening. That's my prediction. I like it, Greg. What did you jump onto Battlefront? I just got it on sale for half price because games are ridiculously expensive here. I finally got it. I'm loving it. Um, so, I, but I haven't gotten to a point where I missed the space battles. I'm curious, Greg, if you jumped into this thing at all yet? Uh, I rented it for a day, and then that was that was pretty much got <laughs> myself on it because it, it it was just too bare bones and like oh okay. I I was one of those people who just like hated on it just because. It was EA, and they did that bullshit Greg. with their. I, I know it's <laughs> terrible of me, but like that whole fifty dollar uh, season pass for absolutely nothing just like ticked me off, and it seemed like they were taking way too much advantage of uh, like Star Wars fans and the new movie. But um, it's an interesting point. I know a lot of my friends who just didn't do any research on this game at all. They just bought it because it was a Star Wars game, and they were just exactly. they didn't have something to play. I, I feel like I feel like they just took advantage of the name and like. Just did rush it out as fast as they could. Now, they've said that they're making a second Battlefront already, right? I feel like that news just came out like a week or two ago. Yeah, I think that they... Well, they didn't specifically say. So I think what happened was um, Respawn mentioned that they're working on a Star Wars game. And EA said, not only is Respawn working on it, but so are these other developers. And so through that, people have been kind of inferring that it's going right. to be a sequel. So- but it could be Fiona's prediction right there. It's possible, but I wouldn't... This, when Battlefront came out, it was a big Sony thing, wasn't it? Didn't, um, what's your name come on stage during the Sony's press conference last year to like announce it and like show off like the DLC and stuff like that? So I feel like there wouldn't really be like a exclusive deal with Xbox, especially like how they started off with Sony in the beginning of the game. Mm. So I could see them doing something for Battlefront 2 or maybe like another... Uh, Star Wars game that's coming out. Fair. That is yeah, fair. fair. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm excited no matter what. I think it would be super interesting if they jump ship, but I think you're right, Greg. They're probably sticking the in the Sony camp, so we'll see. Uh, so we'll flip it back to you then. What is your number three prediction for the Xbox conference? Uh, my number three is pretty much just like a ton of games that are going to start getting announced. And I didn't really want to put them all as like separate. I figured I'd just group a bunch of them together. Okay, partial but- points. I like it. I figured we'd go with starting off with a new Forza game. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's going to be Horizon 3 because they usually do that like every other year, right? Between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Recore is on my list. I think you're going to see Crackdown 3 uh, gameplay. You're going to see a ton of gears, I feel like. And maybe a little bit of a jump, 
but I think they might announce or talk about uh, State of Decay 2. Oh, what's your what's your history with State of Decay? Uh, I played the first. I mean, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I feel like that was kind of a game that, like, I almost it took people by surprise. But uh, a lot of people ended up loving, and mm-hmm. like, there was a lot of support for it. And I feel like there's been no news about it whatsoever for the last um, year and a half, whatever it's been. So I feel like that would be like a nice little like sneak it in there, get Inter- people going. Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for just a little more on this one. Forza Horizon. Do you think they get they just announced it? Do you think we get a date? What else do you think? I think they're gonna give a date, probably like a fall date for actually because they tend they do that almost every year now, right? I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so. And I feel like it's always usually by fall. So I feel like they might do fall 2016. Okay. November, December. Um, yeah, I think we're going to see some gameplay for that. Crackdown 3, I think they're just going to show show it off, and it's going to be some type of like early 2017 date. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you if this is going to come out this year, do you think? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like they have too much, and like they're not going to get out early 2016, so I feel like they don't want to crowd out too much in fall especially with gears is coming out when october yeah it's gonna be a crazy holiday already i just yeah. can't even imagine what's gonna happen are you excited about crackdown 3 or is it just one of those games that everybody else is talking about like that's kind of what it is for me i'm not really like it's, screaming about it yeah it's exactly like that for me like i it's just everyone talks about it i know the name i've yeah. never played them but like i've always you know it's the name that always pops up sure and how about gears for you are like are you ready to jump back into gears of war Gears of yeah. Four. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am and I'm not. The, sure. The story seems cool. Like, I like it. You know, I've always liked Gears. I love, like, the story for the first three. They're a lot of fun. I just kind of getting just tired of, like, that, like, cover base, just, like, big guns, big shooting. It's kind of just almost, like, overplayed for me. So it's not, like, I'll definitely play it. Yeah. But I'm definitely not, like, dying just to jump back into it. I have to say, I was. About a week ago, I was right there with you, and somehow Gears of War, I think, is benefiting from my experience with Uncharted, where I thought I had seen everything there was to see in Uncharted, like they kind of did the same thing kind of uh, three times in a row. Now with Uncharted 4, it's just, I mean, I am absolutely in love with this game, and I can point, see that some of these guys, yeah, they've got they've got a few creative bones in their body. So, uh, Fiona, I'll throw it to you. What do you think about some of these? Some, are you excited about any of these games, or is it just kind of like, standard par for the course kind of xbox fodder um some of the games uh it's none of them like jump out to me i know for like state of decay it's on my steam and i've downloaded it and i've had it like i opened it and then i didn't play it i heard it was a really good game but i it's one of those things where it's just like i need something that grasps me instantaneously sometimes and at that point i just didn't get into it but it's going to be a game that i play at some point um I've heard a ton about Gears of War. It's not been something on my radar, but I, when it comes to like Xbox, I've just come to un- understand that they're really heavy into shooters. And yeah. so Gears of War, it's not surprising. Um, it's one of those things where it's their big heavy hitter this year, and it looks really good. Um, it's not something that interests me so much, but for the people who've played them in the past, it seems as though they're trying to kind of hit all the points that the fans and also people who've played in the past 
we're interested in. Um, Crackdown 3, um, other than today, I haven't really heard of it before. <laughs> right. <laughs> sounds really bad. <laughs> ah, so, goodness. No, not um, at all. I think that that's kind of normal. It's so not it's a not, huge. It's not a huge franchise. I don't think. I think people make it out to be bigger than it is. Yeah, and I, I made a that. list of like the ones that people have been interested in this year, which was like Crackdown, Quantum, um, Scalebound. Yeah. Actually, was one of the ones that interested me the most when yeah. I was looking through mm-hmm. today, because I'm a huge person into like fantasy games, obviously. So when I heard of um, Scalebound, it really interested me, and it was one of those games that made me interested in the Xbox specifically because of that. Interesting. Um, when it comes to ReCore, Scalebound, I'm more interested in like the fantasy, more story-based games. So when it comes to games, it needs to have kind of like that foundation. So, mm. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the only one that kind of stood out to me when it came to the big heavy hitters that are coming out this year. Or at least what Xbox is saying are the most popular releases this year. Right. So it was only that. But some of them I haven't even heard before, but... It was interesting to learn about them. So, Well, I love your comments. I think that you're like quite the Xbox evangelist, it seems, because when I think Xbox, I'm, I'm probably just too rooted in, in kind of like the old school, where it is Halo, Gears of War, Forza. Like those are kind of like what made Xbox 360 the thing. And you're already looking towards like the Recore, the Scalebound, like, like some of these new IPs. And that really is, I think, going to be the saving grace for, for Xbox moving forward. I... Man, you just got me really excited about having an Xbox. <laughs> but it, it, it has to be because I mean, this was another one of predictions of just new IPs, just right. because it seems like every single time or every year is just a regurgitation of the same Xbox stuff. Right. There's always a Halo. There's always a Forza. There's always a Gears. There's yeah. always blah 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 blah. Yeah, you run through the yeah, list of franchises and developers, and you're like, what's up next for them? It's just, it just seems that they always just go back to the well because they know they can just make bank on it. And yep. it's just it's just getting tiring. And I just like it's like I kinda agree with Fiona where I just I don't care about shooters anymore. It's they're all the same. They're all the same type of guns. They're all just take cover, peek out, shoot. Like I much prefer like the fantasy games. Like I love games like Witcher Three. You know, so I'm I'm excited for Recore Scale Bound. Just Yeah. Just, it's something fresh yeah that was my, that was my i apologize for cutting you off that was just my main point at the beginning was when i heard xbox coming on um, the stage i was kind of like oh great it's going to be the shooter it's going to be the sports game it's going to be the sh- yeah. um, like the driver racer game and that's it like that's what a lot of people for myself i haven't been a huge xbox fan in the past because that's the main thing they regurgitate a lot of their games and that's a little bit of a doubter for me, and that's why I haven't gotten into that, uh, gotten into the Xbox that much. Yeah. But when I heard of um, Record today, when I heard about Scalebound, a lot of those games, it really piqued my interest because it's new. It's not the shooter. It's mm. not in the like essentially the three categories that they're known for. So I, it made me excited about Xbox, which is something that hasn't been like it hasn't interested me in so long that because it's the same thing over and over again and the three categories isn't my cup of tea Mm -hmm. but getting into those newer ones it definitely gets the people who haven't been interested in the past interested in xbox and microsoft interesting that's like the thing like xbox has always seemed like probably gonna get killed for saying this but like it's almost (laughs) like the the, the, like the mainstream console in a way where just like Everyone knows those games because those are like the popular games, and like those are like you know the same bullshit over and over again. Whereas like a 
PlayStation always has like the newer things, like the stranger things, like the weirder stuff that like I can personally sink my teeth into. Obviously, that's coming from someone who loves PlayStation, so like I'll probably get <laughs> hit for that. But I don't know. It it's just all like, good. We can all play everything. Uh, I'm really excited just to see what these guys come out with because last year's E3 was all the greatest lineup in Xbox history, greatest games lineup in Xbox history. And it was five games you knew there were known quantities. Um, Tomb Raider, Forza, Gears, uh, Halo, and I can't remember what the other one was. I'm missing one. Um, you knew what those were. And I feel like we've now moved beyond that and now we're moving into new territory. I'm so excited. And with that said, I'm going to talk about a known quantity. <laughs> and I'm going to say my my fourth prediction here, getting, getting close to the end, guys. I'm going to wrap it up shortly after this. My fourth prediction is that uh, Titan two, Titanfall 2 will make a big appearance on the Xbox stage. Uh, we'll get a full gameplay reveal. This was one of the biggest things that happened when the Xbox One was first announced in the first E3 with Xbox One back in 2013. Um, no, yeah, 2013, I guess. Titanfall was the game of the show. Now, it turned out that it sort of fell off a little bit quickly, but I think people are excited to see what Respawn has in store now that they've had a little bit of time to think about what happened and kind of just flesh this idea out. So not only will Titanfall 2 have a big appearance, I think that they're going to also announce a limited edition Xbox One console uh, right there on the stage, one terabyte. It'll be just like your standard. I'm, I don't think that they're going to jump onto the Slim thing just yet, but it'll be, um, you know, day and date with launch of the game, you can get one of these badass-looking Titanfall 2 consoles. This isn't going to be part of my prediction, but I wouldn't be surprised if they had one of those giant robots that come... Uh, I, I don't know if you guys ever saw the first collector's edition with the, with the game. You could actually fit a person inside of the box. It's just outrageous. Uh, oh, so wow. I think Titanfall 2 on the Xbox stage, and uh, yeah, they announced like a, a really sweet console. Greg, thoughts? Yep, I completely agree with that. I feel like that's going to be... Trying to think of what would be opening, what's gonna be closing. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna like it's. I want to say Gears is obviously like the opening because it's just so much closer. Sure. So I feel like Titanfall is gonna be like right, right after that, right in the middle. Just and I completely agree with the limited edition like uh, console for it makes complete sense for him. Like yeah, completely agree with you. Nice, Fiona. Is that like you don't even care? <laughs> <laughs> um, for myself, it's not something on my radar. And yeah. I feel though I've said that a lot, and I it's not that I'm not interested completely. It's just not something I've played in the past. I've heard of Titanfall and hearing about Titanfall too, and it seems though they are trying to essentially fix what they originally failed on when it came to the actual Titanfall itself but it seems like a really good game I have seen a, definitely some gameplay on it and I imagine they're probably going to bring out the big robot they might even bring like the actual like creator of the game and the actual huge robot and that make would be move amazing I, I feel as though Xbox is going to like probably try to blow us all out of the water so I feel as though those robots are going to be one of those things where they're just like here it is and so yeah <laughs> It'd be a really cool way to open it. Um, and yeah, I definitely, like Greg said, having Gears of War at the beginning, having probably a huge trailer or something like that, mm. it's going to happen. But when it comes to Titanfall 2, yeah, it definitely, eh, <laughs> for me, I'm trying yeah. to talk. I, I am definitely positive about it, and I'm going to stay positive when it comes to these games. It's not so not something I'm interested in, but yeah, it's going to be 
a big hitter this year. I, I was going to ask you just that. So we'll throw it to Greg then. Um, do you think that would be a big move for them or is this something that'll fall on deaf ears kind of thing? Um, that's, that's such a, sorry for the pause there. Uh, I don't know. That's such a hard question. Cause I feel like Titanfall itself just like people loved it, but then just like immediately pissed everyone off so fast. Yeah. It's so weird. Turned, So I feel like, there's going to be a lot of hype for it, but I think when push comes to shove, once that game comes out, it's going to be dead rather quickly. Yeah, I think, I don't think, because everyone hated Titanfall or whatever for not having a single-player campaign, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like even with that, like, you're still, I feel like people are still just going to fall off way too quick for it. I should add but that it to is, that. It's going to have single-player. It is coming out for PlayStation 4 too, right? Yeah, it's going to go across, yeah. It's no yeah, longer so. an Xbox exclusive. Right, so that definitely gives it a little bit more life. So I feel like that might help a lot, especially because, you know, most PlayStation users, users probably haven't played it. Right. So I think that might be the exciting, exciting part for it. Unless they do exclusive DLC, which I'm sure they do, because Microsoft loves doing that. Very true. Okay, uh, let's go to Fiona for your number four prediction. I'm going to say, since it was a huge thing last year, and especially with the guys, especially with Tim Geddes, um, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh yes! Love so you it. gotta, you have to have the bango, uh, bang, bango. My gosh, <laughs> I can't even pronounce anything today. Banjo Kazooie. Um, it definitely seems like a really popular game. I personally, I don't want the guys to hate me. I haven't played it before, but it's definitely on the list of what I need to play. And it just seems as though it's a huge fan favorite, especially with them wearing the t-shirt last year. It was totally messed up that they didn't release it. They're just like, yeah. hey, we have the Banjo-Kazooie t-shirt on, but we're not going to release anything. So I have a feeling that it was kind of like a, a sneak peek. It wasn't actually a mistake. But I guess it's one of those con- major conspiracy theories. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely one of my predictions. <laughs> Greg, what do you think? I, I think that would make everyone go crazy. Right? If, if that happened, <laughs> that would... It's just like one of those like old games that just like everyone I feel like just loves and just like that recognizable name, you know, just like um, oh god, what's the other one that Tim's obsessed with? Oh, Crash uh, Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, exactly yeah, like that. Totally. Just like just everyone loves the name, everyone loves the look. So if that name comes out of anyone's mouth, I think everyone's gonna go crazy. See, and it makes me wonder where where they're at with um, ukulele. It's that uh, Kickstarter project from the team who I think they were the ones who were doing Banjo Kazooie. I wonder if I feel like I would almost give you a half a point, Fiona, if ukulele made its way onto Xbox stage because it's so similar. Um, and then I think the reason that they had the T-shirt on last year maybe was related to Rare Replay, uh, which oh, is possible. I just looked it up and I'm like feeling like a huge idiot because I it was the Crash Bandicoot shirt. It wasn't actually Banjo Kazooie. You don't <laughs> so. have to admit that. No, that's totally fine. What <laughs> that part out? Don't worry about that. Yeah, totally. Okay. So you get a half a point if it's uh, ukulele. It's close enough. <laughs> okay. Either way, I'm gonna guess both of them. Either actually, console. if you get it, like if Banjo Kazooie comes out, you win the internet. <laughs> well, Banjo Kazooie was on 360, wasn't it? Didn't it come out yeah. there? It was, so um, I believe it was on Nintendo first, and then they brought out one for the Xbox. Yep. Yeah, well, it's always possible. Yeah, a couple 360 and then it was so part if, of a Rare Replay last summer. Yeah, if, if Crash Bandicoot or Banjo-Kazooie come out, I just win. You're That's- nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, what's your number four? Uh, well, my four was new IP, but we had talked about that. So I'll just go, I guess, my number five. 
um, which I think they'll show some Division DLC stuff. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because they have the exclusive like month period, mm-hmm. grace period for it. I feel like they'll just throw in a trailer for it. They haven't really talked much about it at all. Like, there, I think there's like whispers and rumors about what it could be, but no like definite answers. So I feel like they'll just throw a tra- trailer out for that. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. This will probably make it the fourth or fifth E3 that the division will be at. But uh, yeah, I, I think it it could use a bit of a shot in the arm just to remind people. I, I I'm not. There's a lot of bad press going around, so any sort of good which, news around the division would be really great. Which, which they completely deserve as someone who's put in twenty days worth of time. Twenty days. <laughs> something like that. Good for you. <laughs> something same like that. Yeah. That they yeah they have that month uh grace period for each of the sets so yeah seems to make sense to me and I don't think they would do that at the Ubisoft one because like just because of the uh, exclusive deal they got going on no I so think like you're right would... I think if it does show up at E3 it, it, at least at both it would and it would be on uh, Xbox's mm-hmm. stage uh, Fiona is the division something that you were I was I was tempted by it I definitely I I bought it I didn't jump into it nearly enough though to really it's one of my more regrettable purchases for the year and I'm, I'm curious for you are you kind of wowed by the um the hype around the division or you just kind of ignore it this year um i actually have the division oh I've nice played, yeah i've played it quite a bit um i'm probably at 20 now i believe holy you guys are killing me here um <laughs> but it was one of those games where it just seemed a little bit repetitive. Sure. Um, I myself, I played Spotify on the background because the silence the entire time kind of killed me. Yeah. Um, I like having a soundtrack in the game. It might seem a little bit weird for everyone else, but I personally like to get into the game. But when I'm running around and all I'm hearing is like some mumbling and then like the snow and it, I know it's understandable. It's the like the ambiance of it, but right. I wanted to have kind of like. If I'm shooting down people, I don't want silence. I want to have that music in the background. So I was blasting like electronic music. Nice. To it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so hardcore. So yeah. I was just like blasting music, playing it. it. I enjoyed the game. I'm not the best shooter in the world ever, but <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I'm hoping that they bring out something at E3, kind of either like a DLC or something. And just like Greg said, Said, I imagine that it's going to be on the Xbox stage. Nice. Oh man, I got to go play some of the Division. Holy crap, you guys! <laughs> I agree <laughs> with you. With, I agree with you about background. I think I've watched like every single Game of Grady show episode while playing that game, just because <laughs> it's the same stuff over and over again. It's a good use of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Okay, we're rounding the corner here. Last ones, um, and Greg, if you have anything else, if you want to just make it up in the last spot, you can totally do that. Uh, my last one, I think, is least likely, but I would be ridiculously excited if this happened. I think Visceral Games will have a teaser trailer for its new Star Wars game. This is the uh, Amy Hennig game. I think Xbox, as, as I mentioned before, has a really strong relationship with EA. And I think the first time that we see this new Visceral game is at Xboxes. Uh See that's where like I hate my I hate it. <laughs> that's like that's like the one franchise where I just don't want anyone to have like any special ties. Just let it be what it is. Um, uh, man, I really I hope not, but I really want to see what's going on with that game. 
I try to see it on the Sony stage. Star Wars is just so huge right now. It doesn't look like it's letting up at all. I think. Oh, and EA what... is going. EA is going full flip. Yes. Full steam ahead with this. Yeah. They're, throwing, they're throwing everything at the wall. Everything they possibly can. Now, visceral one with Amy Hennig, that means it's the story one, right? Yep. Whereas. Was it respawns is the third person like action adventure one? I'm not sure if we even know what it is yet. I don't. We think just so. know that respawn. I would almost imagine it's going to be a a first person shooter with respawn doing right. that one. But and I think you might be thinking of maybe motive with um, Jade Raymond. So she, oh, she yeah, did. Right. So in Montreal, right. yes, yeah, she's um she's also working on a Star Wars game. As I what's her studio called? I thought that was motive with. I thought motive That's was EA as well. Yeah, but I thought they were helping Visceral out. Oh, eight. I'm pretty sure Motive has two games going. One is their own new IP, and the second one is helping Visceral with their game. Yep. I'm looking at a picture of Amy Hennig and Jake Raymond at the same table. So, okay, whatever game that is. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that one I'm most excited for, because it seems like a very story-heavy Star Wars game, which would just be the greatest thing in the entire world. Oh, and even for for Amy Hennig as well. Like I, I look into the drama of it, where she was with Naughty Dog for so long, obviously tied to Sony. And I think if she showed up on an Xbox stage, that's definitely newsworthy, at least for those of us paying attention to that sort of thing. That's that's true. I feel like she also she has a huge bone to pick, and I feel like she the, might, yeah. Because <laughs> I, there's no way that just it seemed like it ended in like the worst way possible between her and Naughty Dog. So I feel like she just has a bone to pick and. She's gonna come out swinging with a big Star Wars hammer. <laughs> that would be the traitor hammer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Stephen, <laughs> oh. are you looking forward to some more Star Wars? Obviously, with uh, your your Battlefront prediction, um, are you ready for even more? Like this could be a very Star Wars heavy show. I would imagine, especially with the fact that they've released the fact that they're going to be having a new Star Wars film until until 2020. So EA is yeah. definitely going to be a riding the Star Wars train. Um, it, I personally, I've played the Old Republic online. I played the MMORPG for a little while, and they were so story-based that when it came to Battlefront, it was upsetting that it wasn't. Um, I enjoy kind of like the background and the lore and everything. So I'm hoping that it, when they do release a new Star Wars game, it's going to have kind of more of a story-based rather sure. than just shooter. Um, like I said in the past, I'm not the biggest fan of shooters, um, I keep on saying, um, and I really apologize for that, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to something more story based yeah. overall when it comes to Star Wars, because that's one of the things that grips a lot of Star Wars fans rather than kind of like an, as Greg said, it kind of more of an empty shell of a game. Mm. So it kind of need, it needs kind of more that meatiness to it that Battlefront's lacking. Well, I can't wait. I'm honestly like, personally, I'm totally ready for an onslaught of Star Wars games. That's kind of how when I was growing up, it was all LucasArts game. It was, a, you know, a bunch of uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter and all these different things. Rogue yeah. Squadron. Oh, my God. Uh, Shadows of the Empire on 64. It was everywhere you looked. There were Star Wars games. And that kind of dried up over the last little while. We got a bit of a uh, spurt of them when the prequels came out. But they were pretty awful. So I'm ready for some good quality Star Wars to to fill my gaming library for the next couple of years. Yeah, so I'm reading now. The respawn one is a third-person action game. Oh, they said and that. Okay. The the same person heading that studio up is the guy who made God of War three. 
Right, that's right. I heard that. Oh, oh man. So that sounds to me kind of like a uh, like a Force Unleashed type game. I hope. Yes, awesome. which is recently backwards compatible. I'm gonna have to go play that on my Xbox One. And isn't there a new Knights of the Old Republic coming out too? So yeah, I saw it. Yes. What? It's, so. But that's what, still not canon, right? Or is the new one it, going to be? I. It's up in the air. They've been playing the, this is canon, this isn't canon. Oh, by the way, what we said was canon actually isn't canon. So I'm just try- <laughs> I'm trying to wait until everything is set in stone before I get my hopes up. <laughs> by the way, this Xbox podcast became very quickly Star Wars. <laughs> well, hopefully, hope, I mean, it could help them a little bit. Fiona, yeah, last, last uh, prediction for today. Oh, Goodness, my last prediction. <laughs> I need to see here. Oh, so it is an Xbox prediction. It's also kind of more of a prediction overall. Um, Blizzard is known for having kind of its exclusive things for each. For example, when it comes to Blizzard, um, like World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, they kind of have like exclusive skins and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking for each console, they might have like an exclusive skin for that console. So maybe having some Halo skins or like either... Um, e- Gears of War for um, Xbox and then PS4 having their own skins and then the PC having their own. They might bring out some like WoW or Diablo skins or something. And but this is for Overwatch? It is for Overwatch, yeah. Nice. So having I'd kind love of, like, to see Blizzard out there. Yeah, Blizzard definitely needs to get out there, especially as much as I love the game. Well, I love the game until... Canada's dollar went to hell and now <laughs> subscriptions are like $22 rather than 14 which mm-hmm. is an American one. Um, it's something I want to see. It's definitely Blizzard needs to get out there. They're, they're heavy hitters when it comes to PC. They just need to introduce themselves over to console. They have done it in the past with Diablo, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that when it comes to Overwatch, they're definitely going to put their foot in when it comes to being known in the console world as well. Interesting. Greg, your thoughts? That would make sense. I mean, like, I love Blizzard with a passion. I mean, they're amazing to me. Like, the games I spent the most time in were Diablo 2 when I was, like, 10 years old for God knows how many hours. Um, so I can totally see that happening. That would be really cool, especially if they just, for both consoles, start doing some special skins. I loved Overwatch, but I played the beta. I was part of, the, like, 10 million, 10 million people who did that. Yeah. Um, I would love to see more Blizzard stuff on console for sure. I think it would be in Xbox's best interest as well. I think they need to start to get to work on some of those kind of third-party like strategic alliances a little bit. And uh, I feel like that is the future. That Overwatch game, I think that's the one. Yeah, Overwatch is going to be huge. And that's like 10 years of support. The only thing that annoys me is the fact that they have to charge $60 on console for whatever reason, while the PC version is $40. Mm. That's it's actually very annoying. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. No. Well, I would love to see. I think people would lose their minds. Even just the smallest announcement from Blizzard at Xbox's um, conference, that it would be great. Greg, any final words? Uh, let's see. That, I mean, that's pretty much everything I got. I mean, yeah, that's that's really about it. Okay, so I'm putting in new IPs as your. That, yeah, that was my fifth. I, I talked about it a little bit. I feel like they need to just start hashing out new stuff. They can't keep going back to the well with Halo with right. years. It's just it's getting too repetitive to me. Like one things. one new IP, do you think one or two is something we've never ever seen before, and we get a teaser or 
little See, meat really on depends, this bone. I feel like it's it's it really depends on how much of like recourse scale bound and like crackdown we see right if there's if there's a lot of those games i feel like they might not do a new ip but i i think they're just gonna announce something just tease something maybe just say um not like a trailer i think that just say like title you know just, just a screen cap of something yeah easy I, I feel like that is sort of they better <laughs> they better have that for sure okay guys thank you so much for doing this this has been an absolute blast i can't wait for, we're a couple weeks away still, so we have lots of time to be proven dead wrong with announcements uh, coming up before E3 and then, of course, at the conferences as well. I just want to give a couple shout-outs to the community. Uh, you guys were awesome. I put out like just one or two posts on, the, on Facebook and had just a ton of people saying some crazy stuff. So let's get right to it. Uh, Peter Fries, what's up, Peter? Uh, he said, for Microsoft to actually say that Xbox One was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> some of the exclusives were jokes like halo due to the fact at least for me he says in parentheses was a copy and paste for the campaign from all other halos but the multiplayer was addictive forza horizon 3 will be announced cod exclusive dlc more major nelson but <laughs> but kissing to say how much big nope i'm gonna so i'm gonna censor that uh no new games <laughs> even though as a gamer of the xbox platform i want more exclusives that are brand new Mostly very well said, Peter. <laughs> okay, moving on. Robert Grayson. Phil Spencer comes out and says, PC Master Race. <laughs> and Xbox Woo! is making Xbox Steam machines. Okay, so this is all from the podcast Unlocked group. So a little, little salt coming from that group. <laughs> uh, thank you for submitting, though. Michael Ratliff. He says, Microsoft announces the formation of Albion Studios, which is dedicated just to Fable. And I yeah. saw a few of these. I love this idea. And I think, again, it would be a huge move if Microsoft was able to just lift everybody's spirits out of, you know, we've all been, it almost seems like people have been personally hurt by the closure of, of Lionhead. So a move like that would be amazing. Uh, Garrett that's, Nadeau. That's what they do, sorry. too. Right? That's exactly that's the route they go. They did it with what three four three, and they did that with uh, Coalition, the Coalition, right? which was Black Tusk before. Right, good old Vancouver just, boys. Yeah, they just close and renew. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a different type of strategy um, than Sony, and I just I guess we'll see how that continues to work out for them. Garrett Nadeau says, "Sea of Thieves is coming out right now." <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> I don't think so though, uh, but I probably have. Four, maybe five out of my five. Not going to happen. <laughs> Ollie Higgins. I predict for Forza Horizon 3 and a Lamborghini. I don't even know how to say this word. Centenario. Wow. I am just so white right now. Uh, so a Lamborghini comes up from the ground this time rather than the ceiling like the Ford GT. Very specific. I love that we're up in the game up to a Lamborghini. I think that would be amazing. I don't know that Lamborghinis are in the horizon, though. The Horizon series. Uh, I think they, there was a commercial with one. Okay. I am proven wrong. I need to play I, more. I, that, I, I remember reading something, doing quick research like two hours ago. So I could be completely wrong. You guys are really good crammers, I have to say. <laughs> oh, just, just for you, Sean. Just thank, for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, a couple more here. Ryan Clark, Sea of Thieves, Crackdown, and Recore, all dated for 2016, but they'll release in 2017. Playing the long game. On that prediction. I like it. Chris Colburn, Crackdown, Forza, Halo Wars 2, and Gears are all 2016 games. Recore, Scalebound, Sea of Thieves, and Halo 6 
or 2017. I thought the Halo 6 ad in there was pretty interesting. God, I hope not. <laughs> I think we're a little ways away. Yeah, I think so. I want to know what you guys think about this one. Chris Neal says Cuphead is available right now. Yes, it's happening. That was actually on my list, but I, I my list is probably about fifteen different things. You're awesome. I was like, <laughs> I was like super. I even sent it to admin chat. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I'm doing. So I just took a picture. Like this is my idea, and like that was actually one of them. That Cuphead no, just you, you, you had you had to decide between Cuphead or Banjo Kazooie for your prediction. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to do you want to the last minute just replace Banjo Kazooie with Cuphead is available right now? <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, uh see, uh, that's really tough just because <laughs> Banjo Kazooie is such a fan favorite, but I'll probably go with that one. So I'm gonna swap out Cuphead. Cuphead available right now. <laughs> I love it. Okay, the first ever for any predictions episode, I think a last minute replacement. Two more here. Christopher Roberts' formalized partnership with Oculus, which could then use Connect as a controller using an upgraded console. I thought that was really interesting. I almost wanted to jack this one, but I'll leave it to you, Chris, because you're one of the only ones who actually mentioned this. Um, they do have a bit of a formalized partnership with Oculus in that the Oculus comes with an Xbox One gamepad, but I am with you. I think there might be something more to this. What do you guys think? I saw that one, too. Um, I don't know. See, I feel like depends on what route they want to go with HoloLens because they're not going to support both, try to push HoloLens while also pushing a Rift. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot. So it's it's hard to say. I I wouldn't be surprised by it, but I, just, I don't think so. I think they're going to stick with HoloLens, stick with what they got. Fiona? Yeah, for myself, I probably say the same thing i was actually watching the ign um, predictions before this as well and one of them said they're just going to completely remove the connect which would be kind of interesting and kind of a big move for them especially with um the playstation and uh, my goodness i can't even think of the names right now nintendo both have <laughs> kind of detailed things like that so it would be kind of a ch- game changer but yeah. interesting move to have the um oculus and the connect connected, but I feel as though the same thing with Greg that they're probably just going to stick with the hollow lens and kind of stick with that route. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a, a precursor that needs to happen, like a prerequisite, where I think the Xbox needs a little bit of a boost in power before they go into into the VR world. Uh, lastly, Drew Freeman. I love this one. This is another one that I have been thinking about for a long time. I should have had it on my list. Once I saw it, I kicked myself a little bit, but I'm going to let you have it, Drew. This is awesome. Connect integration to the Xbox app on phones, please. And I think that would be incredible because I love Connect. I love the the voice commands. I think they work really well, almost surprisingly well. It's almost like it got better as I've had my Xbox since the very beginning. I used to have to scream at it to turn on. And now it's it's quite a bit more sensitive and quite a bit more accurate. I would also take it a step further, Drew, and I would say um, yet another controller option where a microphone is built in where you can actually control the connect with a microphone built into the controller i think that would be amazing i don't like to me connect the, the value in it right now is in the voice commands and the fact that that's locked into this crazy camera with some really intense technology into it um makes the whole benefit of connect kind of locked behind a huge price point so i don't know do you guys are you guys in for the connect thing or the voice connect commands or anything like that uh i mean 
Sounds cool. I don't really use it. I don't yeah. really care for it. It's just like a, a cool. It, those things are always like a cool idea that just don't seem practical because yeah. I'll never use it. It's just like every time I try, it takes longer than I want it to. I can just <laughs> hit. I can hit three buttons and stop being lazy. Yeah. And stop, stop screaming at my wall. Fiona, yeah, what about I, you? Yeah, when it comes to that, it would be kind of interesting, especially his last point when it comes to, like, phone. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge mobile user. Um, I use my phone pretty much every day, and it's probably the most, uh, like, the most popular thing that I use during the day. So having that kind of option to be able to use it on the phone, I would definitely try it. Um, it would definitely be something that I'd be really interested in, especially I cell phones currently. So it's one of those things where I live right. and breathe it. So having that kind of option, it's one of those things that we see a lot is a lot of um, gamers come in with asking, for example, the Sony Xperia phone specifically because it's a mm. Sony phone and they can connect it. And now with the um, the Samsung um, VR, it's one of those things where even phone companies, as a standpoint of myself, I see it's one of the things that they come into mind very often now is phones are used for gaming it's a huge thing that's going on right now mm -hmm. um especially with samsung i know that they've integrated with the samsung galaxy s7 with the cooling system in the phone itself specifically for gaming because they know that gaming is becoming so popular on phones so having that ability on the phone would definitely be a good a good way to go um, integrate themselves into the mobile community as well nice i love it well that'll do it you guys thank you that we did it that's the end. <laughs> Thank there you so much, you guys. That was such a good time. I'm definitely Greg. I've had you on the show. I definitely want to have you back on another time. And Fiona, we gotta oh, do. We oh. gotta do the normal show. You gotta come back. This has definitely. been awesome to have you on. Okay. Sure. Anytime, Sean. You know I love being here. Oh man, you're the best. I like. <laughs> you're gonna make me blush. <laughs> okay, we'll throw it back out to the community. What do you guys think? We're still got a couple weeks to E3. Uh, let me know what you think. You can send your your email to wethegamercast at wethenerdy.com, or you can tweet me, Sean Capri. That's Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Or you can tweet these guys. Greg, where are you at Twitter? Uh, G Kislowski. It's K I S L O W S K I. And you can type it in while while talking like the the old secretary on Monsters Inc. and say Kislowski. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Mike um, Where are you, Fiona? I'm at Zoranix, and so to kind of follow his lead, um, it's Z. And I'm going to say Z because I am Canadian. So Z U R A N I I X. Love it. It's definitely as, Zed. As an American, <laughs> I don't know what Zed means. Except for Dragon Ball Z. We can, we'll allow it for Dragon Ball Z. As an American, again, I, I don't know what Zed means. Otherwise, this is episode 30 of We The Gamer Cast. It is now in your ears. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Friday for Nintendo Bethesda EA Squaresoft Predictions with Bobby Pauls and James Michalajewski. I hope you are too. Now it's time for Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! Sean!
Jason! 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 Jason!